Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And we are back with the Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. In the insane history of America that we're going through right now, there's a group of people who have taken control of a six-block area of Seattle, and they want to start their own country, apparently. That, that's how they're acting. president says we can't have that. Uh, but the president, you know, has said we can't have it before and has not done anything. I want to see, I want to see something done here, either active or proactive. Uh, right now, I think we've got to get done um, uh, what has to be done immediately because it's just going to get worse. It's going to spread to other areas. And later on, I'll tell you the list of demands. Also, your message to um, Chef's Lou Billetier, who expressed uh, support of the police, and after he did that, Got barraged with all kinds of threats and what he got so disgusted, he's given up his role at Chef's. His daughter and uh, his sister uh, now have it. He's out. He's done. And I think that's sad. I think it's pathetic that a group of punks would be able to uh, do this, and that's all they are, punks. 803-0930-1800-616-9236, star 930. We're talking on line three to Paul. Paul, uh, let's continue our conversation. What do you have uh, have to tell us? Yeah, so I think we left off. Well, first of all, thank you for keeping me through the break. Uh, no problem. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, the demands in that six-block area of Seattle, and they're talking about that that's what terrorists uh, do when they, you know, so, I mean, and I know President Trump a couple weeks ago was talking about uh, listing these as terrorist groups. So, you know, I'm looking at. Uh, uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to end. Uh, get to a, a quick point here. But um, so I was thinking about Timothy McVeigh, and uh, it says one. He Tim McVeigh considered his a legitimate tactic. Uh, uh, what he saw as a tyrannical government. In, in other words, his terrorist attack was a domestic terrorist attack. He saw that. It, as a uh, you know, a legitimate way to go against it. And so uh, during break, I was thinking, well, that's not it at all. If all these people in that six-block area of Seattle uh, need to change things, they ought to run for office. If they don't get voted in, then not enough people want that those changes. And then uh, well, well, I heard uh, a stand-up reporter for Fox uh, saying that she was in, she was there. And she said the people of Seattle don't want this. She said she doesn't know anybody that wants it except the people that are inside that six-block area uh, by their own choice. Keep in mind, 
There are people that live in that six-block area, do business in that six-block area, and they're stuck. That's right. And then on to that point of business. Now, listen, they could get these people should just run for office if they don't get voted in. That's the way we do it in this country. But on to businesses in that six-block area, I definitely, um, you know, Lou Belletier, look at everything he's done for this community. Those are good examples, not these things that are going on now where terrorists are making demands. Um, I, 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 as a matter of fact, I just texted somebody yesterday about picking up some takeout uh, uh, spaghetti parmesan and coming over to their house. So I'm Beautiful. They have the takeout location in Williamsville. Good. Good for you. Well, thank you for letting me talk today. And, and thank you. Thank you, Paul. You're always welcome, especially when I look up at the board and it says Paul-Snyder. And I think, is it Paul Snyder or is it Paul Snyder? And it's you, Paul. Thank you for calling. Paul, you got it, brother. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Uh, yeah, you want a list of uh, some of the stuff they want in Seattle? This is crazy. This is crazy. This is, uh, I'd like to know the difference between uh, people taking over the country that don't live here and people that do live here taking what they want without any repercussions. Okay, here are some of the things uh, that they want. Okay, changes to the health and human services listed in the demands include hiring uh, for hospitals, hiring black nurses and black doctors to uh, uh, specifically aid black patients. So all the work and blood and treasure and and, uh, things done for desegregation, now they want segregation again. At least this group does. You got that? All of the time, well, we can't have separate but equal. Now we can't do that. And now you got a group inside that group that says that they want doctors and nurses who are black to treat only black patients. And having a staff of mental health experts to respond to 9-11 calls... I think they ought to send in mental health experts to talk to the population of Seattle, to be honest with you. Demands regarding education include mandatory anti-bias training for all educators, a greater focus on black and Native American history, and the removal of any Confederate statues throughout the state. This is what they so They want something not only for themselves, uh, but for the whole state, not just the city of Seattle, but the whole state. What do you think? What do you think? Uh, let's see. Who would sh- who should we go to next? How about Daryl uh, on line four? Daryl in Medina. Daryl, you're on WBEN. Oh, try to gather my thoughts. Are you ga- are you amongst the gatherers? Well, let's start off. They want six blocks. Go in, shut the electric gas off, barricade the suckers in, and let them starve. Yeah, uh, yeah, don't let anybody in or or anybody out, and that's that. Shut off the power, shut off the electricity, shut off the water, shut off everything until they all come out and and open up those gates. I'm tired of of babying these people. Uh, Now, let's get to the city of Buffalo. Let's do it. The mayor, I've lost total respect for the man. I will no longer do business in the city of Buffalo proper. 
I've got one person I think that's in the city. Do you know? I'd have to. I'm gonna have to get a map out and look and see where the city lines are. I hope. You know what? One of the side effects of this whole thing is what you're talking about. What you're going to talk about? Yep. Is that we had such a long, eventful journey to build the city up as a place to go for recreation, a place to go to live, and all that. And the uh, the investors are building up hotels and, and apartments and all this stuff. Who in the hell now wants to do that? Who wants to invest in Buffalo's future right now when we see the crap we just went through? The I, I cannot understand. Well, I think you had mentioned it. The same thing. Why did they let them have that rally in the downtown square when you got large parks and stuff where they ain't going to be able to do much damage other than bust a drinking fountain or cut down a tree and you take and put it right in the middle of your future we'll call it the future of Buffalo so that they go down there and smash stuff I, yeah if they were in a park the worst they could do is cut down a tree Yeah, and, and then they'd have the environmentalists after them and the tree people after them uh, and the other people wouldn't uh, be in this kind of a position. The other thing, Billet, Mr. Billeteer, if I was them, I hate to say it, I know it's a landmark, but I would just pack the whole kit and caboodle. Anybody that's got business down there, uh, before any more damn, you know, any more of their stuff gets wrecked, I would just pack up and I'd head for, I'd head out out of Buffalo proper. Believe me, I think a lot of businesses are probably doing a review right now, thinking about what they should do, whether they should stay here, whether they should fortify their buildings. What about the people that come into uh, Buffalo to build, uh, to uh, build a different place for them? I mean, let them uh, work from out of town. Uh, lots of things, but when you see things like we've seen in the last few weeks. I think it doesn't look like Buffalo's a welcoming city. Come on in and do business and have fun. We well, you and I can go down. We're I I got an idea. You and I get together and we're gonna we'll go down. We'll uh, open up a dope stand right on the corner because <laughs> it's a hand slap. So well, you know, the mayor says that low level things. Uh, aren't even going to be arrests anymore. They're just going to be appearance tickets, and we're going to be able to look it up uh, as to what it's going to cost us if we commit that crime because he wants to make sure there's a rate card posted for the various crimes for poor people so they can look it up. I'm not making this up. So you, you would save up for a crime. Maybe at Christmas, maybe Grandma will give you a gift card for a crime. You know what's the dollar limit? You know, and this is what I want to know. You know, what would what would we consider a low level? I wish Penny. I wish you could get. Uh, well, one thing they're talking about is shoplifting. So if you go into a, a Buffalo place, uh, say you go to a grocery place and you put a turkey in your pants, like a lot of people do, um, that's pretty low level. You just get an appearance ticket. That's it. It's. I can see what you, I think you see, I think we all can see what's going to happen. And he's doing it. I'll tell you what's going to happen. You're not going to have any businesses down there. Then you're going to have the population come down and say, hey, how come we don't have any businesses down here? You have to go to the suburbs. 
That's because we, we, we believe a crime is a crime should be identified as a crime, and there should be a proper punishment for it. Not this excuse after that excuse after that excuse. He's, he's already saying shoplifting would be a, would be a, a, a low-level crime. I guess it depends if you're shoplifting at Walmart or at a jewelry store. They're two different things. I guess those four or five hundred dollar uh, TVs. That well, well, you and I. Well, you need a new TV. Help. The problem is, I do need a new TV, but I can't fit one in my pants, and that's the problem. Okay, I got to run. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Daryl. Got to run. Let's take a, a break on News Radio nine thirty WBEN. Uh, we had a, a gust of wind last night. I I slept through it, but uh, Bernie said that it didn't last long. A couple minutes. But it took down a major branch off of one of my trees that was a, he- a healthy tree and a healthy branch. And a major one's going to have to be chopped up a little bit with a chainsaw. No, I can hardly wait to use that. Nothing like a guy who has bad balance and a cane using a chainsaw. Well, well, won't this be fun, boys and girls? <laughs> hey, I've offered to help you, Sandy. Uh, yes, thank you. I'd rather be known as Uncle Stumpy. It's the Uncle <laughs> Oh, my God. It is the Uncle Stumpy Show. Today, before the tree fell, he was just an enjoyable guy hopping around the house. Now, he's hopping around in a circle. It's not quite as exciting for him. Maybe he should have called Roy's Tree Service or Harry's Tree Service. All right, let's see what he got on Facebook. I know we got a lot, so let's start with a couple right here from Buzzy Beamer. Yeah, talking about the Seattle situation on Facebook is quite popular right now. We'll start with Dave, and Dave says, let it play out. After a while, people will beg for the police to come back. Yeah, I think that'll happen. And uh, like Daryl uh, was on, you know, shut off the gas, shut off the electricity. This is totally nonviolent. Don't let anybody in. Anybody wants to come out is welcome to come out, but don't let anybody else in. See how that goes. And, and grow some balls, will you? These mayors are incredibly weak. I never realized how weak they were. And, and the line of command, you know, it doesn't matter how good your cops are. The, the, uh, the Seattle uh, civilians uh, told the, mayor, uh, told the uh, cops... Uh, to evacuate the precinct. They had a precinct inside the six-block area, and you were t- they, they were told to, uh, no, don't, don't do anything, just come out. Yeah, just lock up, the, lock the door, because who knows what's in a precinct, maybe a machine gun, tear gas, <laughs> who knows what. But I'm tired of people with no guts, no glory, no balls, just standing back and let it happen. Another one, Buzz. Yeah, this time we're going with Emily, who says... Oh, are we going with Emily? That's nice. We are going with Emily. I've always liked Emily. Emily says, this is nothing short of terrorism, domestic terrorism, holding seven blocks hostage in exchange for demands. It is time for someone to get a hold of the situation. Absolutely right, and I don't know the difference between what's happening there now and what would be happening in a foreign takeover. Imagine if that six blocks was being held by uh, people from China. China! Yeah, <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you think? What do you think would happen? Would we invade it? Of course we would. How about Russia? 
Uh, how about North Korea? What if Kim Jong-un was on the other side of that barricade? What would, wouldn't that be a, 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 a signal that we should go in there and clean it out and get it back to where it's supposed to be? Of course it would be. So the fact that they're from here, I'd like to know. Many of them probably aren't even legally from here, but we don't know until they come out. Uh, we're, we're not doing anything. We're just sitting back. Well, it's not going to get better by itself. The sunshine is not going to suddenly appear and rainbows are going to be, be shown. Meanwhile, we're getting so dumb in America, they want to shut down the Paw Patrol for crying out loud. Now, my uh, granddaughter, the lovely Grace, and she is lovely, by the way. I, I, I hate to brag, but she is. Uh, and uh, Gabby uh, from Londa's love Paw Patrol at a certain age. It's must viewing for children. And because Paw Patrol, I've never seen an episode, but I'm told that Paw Patrol portrays uh, cops as pleasant and nice. Okay? Well, they want that down. They've already got cops thrown off the, uh, off the TV. And I like watching cops. They've got the, uh, the live cops, which Buzzy likes. I'm not crazy about that. There's a lot of downtime on it. Uh, but um, that's no longer going to be on. Anything they t- they're taking the gun away from what Yosemite Sam? Yosemite second- Sam loses his pistols, and Elmer Fudd is losing his Elmer hunting Fudd. rifle. So Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam are going to be disarmed. Maybe you need a permit to be a gun-toting Elmer Fudd. And I don't want an Acme safe to fall on my head either. And uh, so let's uh, let's outlaw that. All right, 803-0930-1-800-616-9236 and star 930. In Seattle, it's a six-block zone. It's a They call it a cop-free zone, and uh, they want a lot of things. Uh, first of all, the civilians ordered the precinct inside that six-block evacuated. Uh, they want free uh, college, the usual thing, uh, demand that the mayor resign, dismantle the police force well of course shouldn't we do that let's see you got these people who are taking over one piece of the of seattle why not all of it well why not let's throw a couple of fish from that market over the wall so they'll have something to eat tomorrow it's friday they love fish on friday there let's take a break and return on news radio 930 wbn Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back. We are back with Beach and Company. Got a lot of uh, Facebook today, a lot of calls, a lot of interest in these two things. Uh, it's another example. I mean, we've gone haywire. We're off the rails. And as far as I'm concerned, we're under attack. It might as well be a foreign enemy. Re- remember, when oaths are taken, they're usually, on the national level especially, they're usually to protect us uh, from enemies, foreign and domestic. So they recognize that we can have domestic enemies, people who are here uh, legally or in some cases illegally, uh, but they can be enemies. And any time they take over a section of the city and barricade it and uh, charge people who live within that six-block area uh, and people who have businesses within that six-block area and they abandon the police uh, precinct, as far as I'm concerned, that's a form of war. And there's no need to put the kid gloves on and, and offer them sandwiches and pie. I say you break down the barrier, you go in, anybody that doesn't want to leave, you arrest them. Plain and simple. Uh, and uh, you, you, there must be uh, some kind of law that says you're not allowed to do that, don't you think? And unlike uh, Mayor Brown, who wants the uh, fines and fees posted so people of lesser means know what they can afford. I mean, I find that unbelievable. Save up for a crime. Can you see at Christmas time handing that that gift card to Junior? Here, Junior, someday you'll be able to use this. And, and you can save up for that strong-arm robbery you've been wanting. I mean, come on. Come on, let's let's get a hold of a, a, a little bit of um, sanity, shall we? And uh, demanding, how about this? What they are demanding is this. More black doctors and more black nurses to treat only black people. Now I want you to think about this. What if this uh in uh, what if this for uh fort-like structure was being held by white people. And they demanded white doctors and white nurses only be able to treat white people. If you're black, you can't be treated by a white doctor. What the hell do you think would happen then? I'd like to know. But we sit back and we listen to it. Oh, okay. You don't get that riled up. You know, it's another Looney Tunes example of, of what they would want. But here, you spend all of the time, treasure, and blood trying to end desegregation, and now they want segregation. They want black doctors and black nurses only to treat black uh, patients. And what happens if a black patient needs some kind of specialty uh, uh, care, and there's no black doctor around that uh, that specializes in that. What do you do? Have to import one from somewhere else? I just don't. Uh, I just this is so distasteful. 
I want to know how you feel about uh, what should be done uh, in Seattle. And also your message to Lou Billetier, uh, formally of chefs. And it breaks me in my heart to say formally of chefs. Used to be the co-owner with his sister. I knew his father. And I know he and his sister. Nice class people. First class restaurant. Great image. Great uh, community servant. They do a lot of great things for the uh, communities. A lot of them you don't even know about because they keep it quiet. But they, uh, he believes in the police department. That's all. That's his sin. That's sin. Boy, that's worth a couple of Hail Marys and an act of contrition, isn't it? He supports police. He supports law and order. Why, that's so outrageous, I can't believe it. And so what does he get for it? He gets harassed. He gets threatened. His business gets threatened by these punks who feel emboldened by what's going on in America right now. And he's had enough. He's sick of it. He is absolutely sick of it. See, Lou is not, uh, the problem Lou has is he's not used to any kind of negative comment because everybody loves his restaurant. Who goes to chef and complains about the food? Nobody. You got it? They're chicken parmesan. I've often said that that's the best single dish of anything I've ever had in my whole life is uh, chef spaghetti parm, okay? And people love it, and they tell them that. So maybe he wasn't aware of the bad people out there who don't care to support the police, and they don't want you to support them either. I think we have to. And remember what I said yesterday. Instead of defund the police, change the U and put another E in there, and you got to defend the police. And I think that's what we have to do because when, uh, when something happens that we can't handle ourselves, we call the cops. And if the cops aren't there, who the hell are you going to call? Ghostbusters? I don't think they'll be there either. All right, when we come back from this break, we'll take some uh, calls on News Radio 930. This is WBEN. Uh, go to the Sandy Beach Facebook page. There's a picture of me, my high school graduation picture, picture of Dan Neverth, his high school graduation picture. And uh, we're asking you to look at it and make a comment. Uh, most of the comments are. Hey, Sandy, you're pretty hot. Uh, May I remind you, it's a high school picture. And some people voted for Neverth, but then here I am. I'm I'm glowing in the basque of adulation, and somebody casts a write-in ballot uh, for somebody who's not even in the contest. Tommy Shannon. That's not fair. That's not fair. I have to I have to throw in the towel. Nobody's going to compete with Tommy Shannon when he was in high school. Tommy <laughs> Shannon was better looking than the movie stars. So uh, we got to give Tom I look, I love Tommy Shannon. He's a great guy. I saw him about what about a year ago, I think. He was in town. He's a great guy. He worked uh, uh for me at KB uh, middays. We had a good time, great time. But I will tell you this, nobody's going to compete with Tommy Shannon. So I'm throwing him out of the contest. I'm, I'm, I'm saying he's not eligible. He doesn't live in New York. Uh, so uh, you can only vote if you live in Pendleton. We'll make it Pendleton. He's never lived in Pendleton, so he's not eligible. Never at least has visited me in Pendleton, so we'll leave him in the contest. 
930 What to do about the Seattle six blockheads? They have uh, commandeered six blocks of Seattle. First of all, you say, well, uh, Seattle. But they basically want to start their own country within the confines of our country. As best I know, that's not legal. The president said he's not going to put up with it because the mayor evacuated the precinct. Where have we heard of this before? I thought the last place you would want to attack would be a police precinct. I forgot what kind of mayors we have. And you know, there's a lesson to be learned here, a valuable lesson. From what we've seen happening in the last few weeks and months, we ought to pay more attention to mayoral elections. Uh, because kind of, I don't know about you, but I don't even care about when they uh, have the elections for mayors of these cities. But all the mayors of these cities turn out to be impotent. They turn out to be on the members of the Castrati party, which is not good when you want to get uh, insurrection uh, uh, taken care of. Let us go to line five. It's Kathy from South Buffalo. Kathy, you're on WBEN. That's because they're all ordering their underwear from Victoria's Secret. <laughs> That's right. They, they, they look uh, fetching in their underwear. I have three points. First of all, Chef's Restaurant, I love, love, love. It's been there. I've been in there so many times. I'm surprised I didn't see you. And I'm sad that, they're, that he's leaving. Why doesn't he stay and pick up his marbles and move to, oh, let's say, West Seneca to Southgate Plaza? People would love it. That would be nice. They'd appreciate it. A lot yeah. of people won't go down there because they're afraid of the area. I mean, surrounding militaries is like no man's land. Well, I'll tell you, I have never had a problem in all the years I've gone to chefs, never had a problem uh, leaving my car there. I'm very conscientious about where I leave my car, and I've left it there with never a problem. You're six foot five. You're never going to have a problem. Well, that's true. I'm six five, and I have a carry permit. I Outside see. of that. <laughs> Thank God for the NRA. Um, and the second thing is the six blocks in Seattle, what the hell are they thinking? This insurrection, they bombed the Davidian complex, didn't they? I mean, oh, yeah. That, uh, there, if, if, you, if you are doing something like this, I think you give them notice to open up, come on out, or we're coming in, and we don't know how this is going to end. I think they are all so concerned about social media and the media and the optics, they forget about justice. They forget about the people who are at home who have minded their own business. They've never put a turkey in their pants. They come and they pay for their groceries, uh, and they don't need to know what the fines are for the various crimes like the mayor suggested. Well, I'm an old white lady, and I was thinking of going shopping today, shoplifting, that is, and I'm wondering, I should be able to fill my purse with some pretty good goodies, nothing expensive, but I'm old, I'm white, I'm a lady. Do you think I could get away with it? Will the new laws apply to me? Uh, well, maybe not, because uh, uh, you have to look carefully to make sure we're the forgotten group, the ones that actually obey the law. And that includes you. So stay on the right side or we'll have to go start a GoFundMe page for you. Thank you. Bye-bye, Kathy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. Let's go to a couple of more uh, Facebooks. Uh, Mr. Buzzy Beamer is the Facebook maven. Yes, what do you got? Yeah, I was too busy looking at these, uh, these two studs from high school. Uh, oh, yeah. Got to scroll. That's... 
You want to vote? Well, oh, well, Sandy, obviously, I mean, I would vote for you. You look great in that picture. There's no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you, you, you talked about... You, you talked about, you know, that was high school, you know, yeah. and I know what it's like to look a lot different than all the way back in high school. You know, all those years since I graduated high school, it's been a... Uh, Mine hadn't even gotten to flash photography yet <laughs> when when I graduated. Well, back and, in 2007 when I graduated. All, all my, those... And uh, the uh, main speaker, though, we did very well. We had Moses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Moses was there and he brought commandments with him. Oh, all ten of them. It was the full tilt of Moses' speech, and uh, I'm trying to obey at least six of them. What a treat. What a treat. What do you have on Facebook? <laughs> All right, still talking about the Seattle situation. That has really been popular. Uh, right next to the uh, to the voting, obviously, for the high school pitchers. We'll go with the top fan, Eric, who says, I can't believe what's going on in Seattle and the fact that I didn't see it this morning on CNN, CBS, NBC. It was in no major paper. Not even the Associated Press has a story about it. But now that it's been brought to my attention and I have studied it, I think it's time for the United States of America to do the job those in local government won't do. He brings up a good point. You know where else it wasn't in? It wasn't in the Buffalo News. Now, I get the Buffalo News here in my house, and it's an early edition. So sometimes things that happened late yesterday aren't in it, and they would be in the later editions, and I'll give you that. But I've learned over the years, and this isn't just to knock the Buffalo News, uh, there are many times when I look for a story about a certain thing, uh, because when you're doing a talk show host, you have to have something you can refer to for numbers and addresses and things like that where you can actually look at them. So I get the bulk of our news from us, obviously. But there are other things that I need from the, uh, from the newspaper. I'll, I'll openly admit that. And when I use anything from the newspaper, I tell you and I tell them in case somebody wrote it, I want them to get their credit. All right. But there are many, many, and I mean many times, when I'm looking for something that's been a big news story that we're all over that isn't even in the newspaper, it's not there. However, the newspaper, the Buffalo News, has all kinds of room for op-ed pieces and genu- uh, straight uh, uh, opinion pieces that hate Donald Trump. There's always room for that. There's usually five or six of them during the course of the Buffalo News. If they could fit more... They would, they would print more. But many times, like stories like this Seattle thing, aren't in the paper at all. Uh, and sometimes it's in the paper like a week after we have it. Uh, and I think the news has a few more uh, people as reporters than we do. Uh, so the bottom line is, uh, don't be surprised if it's not in the paper. Another one, Mr. B. Yeah, let's go with Mike, who says there is no law and order. People make fun of the president for tweeting law and order and talking about being the law and order president. But when you see things that were put in the hands of the governor and the mayor getting out of control like Seattle, you see the need for law and order from the federal government. Yeah, when they see it in one place, it's not confined to one place. Then suddenly other places do it, depending on what was done in the first place. Uh, And uh, seeing that uh, we have to, we can't allow that. As liberal a city as as they are, 
Uh, we just can't allow it. Seattle is uh, still part of the United States of America, if I'm not mistaken. You can't just suddenly take over a section and, and call it yours, and uh, they'll want a different name with it next. And uh, so the six-block blockheads uh, remain control because they don't think anything's going to happen to them because, A, I'm sure there are some people inside that don't want to even be inside, uh, who own businesses there, who live there, and and uh, can't put up any defense by themselves. I'll tell you one thing. If you tried to do that, that with a six block in most places in America, you wouldn't last a day. Because lots of people have, um, oh, I don't know, have you ever heard of guns? <laughs> guns, and I think if they were locked, uh, locked into their own home or business and, and couldn't move freely couldn't come out, all of these uh, insurrectionists, I think it'd be over before the government could get there, to be honest with you. I think it'd be a huge mistake. I think they picked Seattle because Seattle's as liberal as it gets. All right, we'll take a, block, uh, a break, and we'll be back. We've got another hour of fun, fun, fun with Seattle and uh, the um, Chef's Restaurant, the home of the best spaghetti parm in the world. We'll be back after this. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.